Welcome to the Reach the Stars podcast, a collection of conversations with cool people who do cool things. Brought to you by Papercraft Miracles. Each week, we'll bring you inspiring stories of persistence, passion, and purpose. With your host, Jonna Willoughby-Lore. Welcome to the Reach the Stars podcast, everybody. I am your host, Jonna Willoughby-Lore. Today, my guest is Tatiana Amico. She is so freaking boss. Okay, that's all I'm going to say first. She is an alignment business mentor. She has had several businesses that all are very successful and has just been doing the damn thing. She's a mama of three and general high vibe person. So welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I'm also a best-selling author. Yeah, that too. <laughs> and, and have my podcast out right now too that just came out uh in April. So yay! Yay! yay. Kicking ass, taking names. Hell Super yeah. Active, living the dream. What? <laughs> living the dream. Like that's what it's all about right there. So I'm so happy you said that. Yes, for sure. So do you want to tell everyone a little bit more about you and your story, your journey of why you decided to start your own business in the first place and not Yeah. Totally. Totally. And this just came through for me yesterday, something really, really powerful. So I will definitely share that. But um, I had always felt like I was here to do so much more, but kept pushing that down, pushing that down, following the shoulds. You know, you go to school, you get the job, you retire, you hope that you can do the things that you want to do. And usually you're just paying off school loans and all of that other stuff. (laughs) So I did that. Right. And I got the job and I was just like feeling like, no, no, no. Like you could just feel it. Right. And now looking back, I know that when in the moment it was like, no, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. But something felt really off. And then I got pregnant with my first. And I literally remember thinking to myself, it would be so cool if like I got laid off because then I could start a business and get unemployment while I was doing it. Like, I'm not going to lie. I was literally thinking that. And I got pregnant with him. And a week after I found out, they laid me off. And yeah. And I remember, I remember being in the HR department or with HR lady and her telling me, and I, a part of me was obviously like, Oh fuck, I have bills. I just found out I was, I'm pregnant. Oh fuck. But also walking out like huge smile on my face. Thank you. You know what I mean? So Anyway, I did not start the business while I was pregnant. I was really, really sick and just, I don't know, the fears, the what am I going to do? All of that stuff was coming up. But the one thing that I realized yesterday was that I was offered another job while I was pregnant. And I said no. And like, I could have said yes, because it was more money, like benefits, all the things. But I was, it was that moment of really listening to myself, not falling into like the security and the safety and what I should be doing. And I was actually really listening to myself. This is a huge thing that I help women with is to really listen to yourself and to trust yourself. And I was realizing like, damn, I did it back then. And now I'm doing all this cool shit. Like I was just reflecting on my clients and the magic that has happened for them, the magic that's happened for me. And just like, it was that moment where I said no to something that I knew wasn't going to take me where I was going. So anyway, um, I, while I was, 
I became a mom. Right. And I was like, there's no way in hell I'm getting another job. And okay, well, what do I want to be doing here? And I was so into health. Like I got really into health when I was pregnant with my son and my mom was like, why do you help people with that? It's like, how the hell am I going to do that? What am I going to do? And then, you know, I go to Google and there's health coaching certifications. So did not have the money to pay for that thankful as fuck for my mother. That was like, here you go. I became a certified health coach, really didn't do shit with that. And then a network marketing opportunity came in and I was like, yes, yes, this is it. This is what I desire to do. And that took off like within six months, I was doing incredibly amazing and I loved it. And then I started feeling that feeling again of like, no, this isn't feeling right. This isn't feeling right. Like the things that I was being taught to do just wasn't feeling right. But again, there were these moments of not really listening to myself and just following what everyone else was doing. This is another thing that I do now with women is help them be leaders and not like follow right the crowd or, or, or not again, not listening to themselves. So really helping them listen to themselves because I've been through this where I wasn't listening to myself. And ultimately it felt like shit. Like when we're not listening to ourselves, it feels like crap, right? There's this like colliding of energies and you could feel it. So it was a, a couple of years later and I was actually at a Tony Robbins event. And I just thought to myself, like, you're here to lead. You're here to do more. And I was just like asking for the, like I have chills right now thinking about this. Like I was just asking for the answers, asking for the answers. I know that I'm here to reach more women. I know that I'm here to reach more women. And I get home and the opportunity to write a book comes all up in my face. And I took it and I wrote the book. And then because of that, I started this new business. And this new business has changed as well, right? I think it was 2021. I don't even know what the dates are anymore. Like everything's just kind of mission-metric. And yeah, so I started the new business in 2019. And it's just expanded and, and, and grown since then and just changed with what I'm doing. And it's just really, really cool. So now, now what I'm really doing is I'm helping women, again, be that leader for themselves and for others, like really showing up in their power, in what they're here to do, owning that, showing up powerfully, making all the money, doing what they love in a way that they love to do it. That's so awesome. (laughs) It's exciting for me because like when I first met you, uh, we met through a Facebook mom's group, I believe. Um, And your oldest is a little bit older than mine. I think he's like a year, a year or so older than, than my oldest. So um, it was just really interesting because like right when I met you, you were kind of like in the height of your network marketing thing. And like, we're totally kicking ass at that. And just like, there were a lot of people who were like, Oh my God, look at this chick. She's doing like all these amazing things. And then when you came out and you were like, you know what, I've been doing this. And I don't love it. Like, mm, you know, and I, like, it's, it's really wild to see women say like, I'm doing this thing. I am very successful at it and I'm going to stop doing it. Even though like I'm raking in dough, like hand over fist doing it. And to say like, I'm going to risk all of that crazy security, which potentially could be like, taking care of your fam for a really long time to be like, you know what? I'm going to not do that and not rely on that framework and just do my own thing 
and do the thing that I really love. And here's hoping it works. Right. And I mean, I, yeah, I, I just felt chills all through my body. Thank you so much for saying that because I remember when I wrote that email and that post I sent out, it was like this moment of, all right, it's time to share this with the world. It's time to share with the world that I'm deciding to do something else. And you're exactly right. I was petrified. I was petrified of losing it all. I was petrified of losing my friends, my people that I'd been surrounded with. Like, this is one of the things that we fear because it's so ingrained in us. It's just a human thing is to be a part of something to belong. Right. And it was really, really scary to say, this isn't what I want to do anymore. And, and yeah, losing the income, losing, losing a lot of things. Well, to me, it was losing things. Right. And I had to really change that and to know, like you're honoring yourself by listening to yourself and moving on into this next version level identity, wherever it might be. And it's so important to do this, to listen to ourselves again, because if we're not, we'll be butting up against it. And I often say this, it's like, we'll get flicks from the universe or source God, like whatever your jam is, right. We'll get these little flicks. And if we're not listening sooner or later, we're going to get kicked in the ass. And I have gotten kicked in the ass many times. It's all good, but it's like, what do you want to do? Do you want the flicks to come or the kicks in the ass? So it's really going to be important that, you know, we listen to ourselves and it's, it's, there's going to be some scary things that we're going to have to um, work through, dance with fear a little bit <laughs> and, and go after it. Cause if not, like, what, what do we want the story to be when we look back? Like hearing you say this about me, I'm like, damn, that's a really good story. That's a really good, and it stuck you, which is even more powerful. And side note, like this is another thing is often we don't even know who we're like inspiring the fuck out of, or when we share something, it does something for someone and it moves them. It shifts them. It helps them see possibility for themselves. Like we don't always have people coming and saying that to us. Right. So it's like, we have to trust and believe and know that in some way we are doing that for someone else. Whenever we do these courageous, brave moves, obviously for ourselves, but for others. Cause that's another big thing for me, right? Like I'm doing it for me first, but I'm, I'm doing it for others. Cause I know this is what really creates some shifts in the world. Yeah. Like I've been working with, um, a business coach for like the last year with a group of other, a small group of other female entrepreneurs. And it, one of the things that we've been working on recently is like really honing in on our mission and our vision and like figuring out what the actual difference is between those two. Cause right. Like lots of people kind of interchange the mission and the vision and like, whatever, it doesn't really matter. Like which one is which you just got to pick one and stick with that. Right. So, um, what we've been working with is that your, your mission for your company is like this big, wild overarching, like maybe you'll never achieve that someday, but like, aim high, right? That's your thing. So when I was thinking about what my general like mission in the world is, and I'm like, I want to affect positive change throughout the world, like no matter what I do. And so it's the same thing that you were saying, like that you can do something. And a lot of times you don't necessarily think about who might hear that and be totally inspired and be like, you know, I hate my job. I've been talking about how I hate my job every day for 10 years. And today's the day I'm going to be like, fuck that shit. I'm over it. You know, and you just mm-hmm. never know when somebody's going to see something that 
makes that happen. And I saw the other day you posted something on Instagram that was like, when you are not being true, like, I'm going to paraphrase it, but it was like, when you're not being true to yourself, it feels like shit and you know it. <laughs> Try, trying to be or show up as someone you're not, is it going to work? And it feels like shit. That's what I wrote. Cause I have Instagram pulled up right here. Like it was just a thought that came through me in that moment. I was like, I'm going to share this. And so many people were like, yes. Yes. Went right into my stories. Like Bing, for sure. Um, and it's just been so crazy. Like earlier this year, my company got this huge, like, game changer, crazy job, right? Like we got hired to do the impossible and we fucking pulled it off. Like I went from a team of two people to overnight a team of 70 people. Yeah. Like that's amazing. And somehow managed to like get all of these 70 people who had absolutely like no experience doing what we were doing. Everybody was starting on like day one, except me. And I was like, Hey people, let's rally our shit. We're going to do this. And like kept people motivated we worked every single day for over a month, like 12 hour days at least and pulled off the impossible. And the first maybe like week, week and a half after I got the call, like, Hey, is this a thing that you could do? And I was trying to like put all the things in place and get the plan together. And like, I kept waking up with like straight up panic attacks in the middle of the night, like sweating bullets, not able to go back to sleep, just freaking the hell out, full blown panicking. Not that I necessarily couldn't pull it off, but that like something would happen that would make it so that it like some bullshit would happen. And then I was like, Oh my God, this is so crazy. And I just kept trying to tell myself every day that, Yes, there is this fear of success. Like every, I think everyone kind of has that a little bit. Like, what would you do if it did work? And then, then you have to like really own it and like keep up with that. And once the job actually started, it was easier to just be like, oh yeah, we're good. We're doing this. We're, it's making it happen. And I like stopped panicking my face off every night, but it was just so crazy to have that like mental crazy anxiety that I don't know, it forced me to like have some conversations with my husband that I'd been not having for a long time. So you were like, yeah, when you're not really doing this, when you're not just saying what you got to say, like it's going to show up and you're going to not be able to ignore it anymore. So I got that like kick in the ass (laughs) to like sort of confront a bunch of shit that I had been sweeping under the rug for a while. So, so when we, anytime that we go and we do something that is going to really shift us and take us to a place that we've never really gone stuff like that is going to happen and things are going to come right like past stuff is going to come up (laughs) whether that be stuff that you haven't acknowledged well usually that's what it is and whether it's conscious or subconscious but it's going to happen right so it's just knowing that and just listening to your, again, just listening to yourself, knowing that and continuing to go and move through it. I mean, this literally, it was interesting because when I launched my podcast, like I was feeling so good. I was like, "Mm, I'm feeling so good. Like I was flowing and I was excited about the launch and all of that. And stuff started coming up that I wasn't expecting would come up. It was like another level of fears fears that I had had in the past, but now it was just another level of them coming up. So not only that, then I also had where I literally had an issue come up where iTunes was like, you, you're, we're not allowing your podcast to come up. <laughs> I was like, oh. They ended up doing it. All right. But 
then I ended up getting like, you, I had to cancel our first, our first, um, recording because I had these like horrible pain in my neck, my back and in my shoulder. So like stuff started coming up that I needed to work through that I needed to like face and own up to in order to get to where I am right now. You know what I mean? So it's like powerful, powerful stuff. And when I think about it, like if I didn't, if you didn't, if we didn't, we would not be able to reach this place that is just so incredible and so magical. And this is what kills me. It hurts my heart when I see so many, I work with women, so I'm just going to say women, but anyone that isn't listening to themselves and isn't honoring those desires due to fear and the limiting beliefs and the doubts and all of that, because you don't get to experience the fucking magic that is on the other side of that. And it's, it's not easy. Like there's hard stuff. Like when I'm working with my clients, stuff comes up, right? And it's not easy. And it can be very, it it can be easy to say, I don't want to go there. I don't want to do this. F this. I'm not going to show up for it. I'm not going to do it because like it's stuff comes up (laughs) that we got to, we got to face, we got to see it and move through it just like you do with your husband. So that's awesome. Yeah. We're getting there. (laughs) Yeah. So make it even better. I promise. Like I know that for sure. So I was wondering if you would talk a little bit about your book and like the process of doing that and all that. Yeah. So, um, I was actually at a retreat in Miami and my coach at the time just randomly had this experience come up. She couldn't go to an event because there had been a hurricane. I don't remember what hurricane it was, but it devastated an island that she was supposed to go to. And this woman ended up having everyone come to her house. And she was, she's a coach to help people write their book and like build a business based on that book. So just like I heard it, right? But I wasn't there. I wasn't there. And after that Tony Robbins event, something came through and I saw her thing because this is what happens when we're ready for it. The opportunity appears. And again, in these moments, we get to decide, am I going to take the opportunity or am I going to shrink back? I had, I had actually very interestingly. Wow. Now I'm like, I had just became pregnant with my third. It's like, whenever I get pregnant, things happen. It's very interesting. (laughs) I birthed new things, not just babies. I birthed other things. So I, I jumped on that. It was a fucking horribly scary investment, but I did it anyway. Cause I knew like, this is what you're, you've asked for this. You've asked for this. Let's do this. So that's it. I wrote the manuscript and like, honestly, I wrote the manuscript in maybe three weeks because I was given, I think three months, but I had a lot of imposter syndrome. I had a lot of fear. I had a lot of basically that, who am I to do this? Like, who am I to write a book? I like failed out of English class in college. No joke. Um, just a lot of stuff was coming up. They were obviously helping me with it, but still I had to work through it. Then it was go time, wrote the freaking manuscript, ended up having it published. So it's right here. And it is really about going after your dreams and your desires. I wrote it mainly for mothers because that's was a huge part of my reason why I decided to start the business, right? Like for me and because 
I wanted more for our family and I wanted to be with my children. Although now I love having other people watch my children. (laughs) I wanted the ability to decide. Right. And to show that I know this is going to sound so fucking cliche, but it's so true. Like I love that my kids see me. It's not even having a business. It's that I decided to go after what I desired and I, and I don't follow those, the shoulds and I don't follow the crowd. And like, I trust in my ability and I trust like that I'm being guided and I'm being supported. And like, I got this and I'm showing that I'm showing them that too, that they get to listen to themselves and do what it is that they desire to do. They don't have to follow everything else. And this is a huge paradigm shift that we get to be a part of like now. Mm-hmm. So huge props to you too, for doing that. So <laughs> the book came out. It, it is crazy thinking like you can have this idea of something that you want to do and let it like kind of fester and I don't know, hang out in the back of your mind. And like, it doesn't matter what you do. If it's something that the universe is sort of telling you to do, it's not going to go away out of the back of your mind. And like, it doesn't matter what you tell yourself, like, Oh, that's crazy. I could never write a book or I could never start this crazy business or I could never quit my job. If you have that little like nugget back there, it's going to keep showing up. And it's, it's just, you know, sometimes it takes a really long time to manifest whatever you've been manifesting back there. Um, but I think it's, it's interesting too thinking about, you know, when you get pregnant, you birth a baby into the world. But I also have the same thing that like, right as I was either like having, getting pregnant or having a baby or right after I had a baby, like these big, huge things showed up in my face. And it's, it's one of the things that my, my husband and I do fight about is like, I am a yes person. Right. So like cool things show up in my face and without a whole lot of thought to it, I'm like, yes, mm -hmm, we're doing that. And I like, don't, necessarily consult him on a lot of things I'm like oh I'm doing that that's cool and so he is a like think about it a lot kind of person before he either says yes or no and like he does put a lot of stock into other people's role in whatever he's gonna do and in some ways I'm like well I guess I'm an asshole right because I don't think about that a lot of times I'm like this is cool this is what I want and I'm not gonna say no to it and you know, there's a, do you, do you and your husband ever have any of those things? Cause you seem like a yes person too. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, I'm the same. I'll say yes to things before I consult or I don't even know if it like consult. I don't know what the word is I want to use here. Um, but I, I know what you're saying. Like, I think, right. Like that could just be their personality. They could have some fears and stuff coming up themselves, but I was just having a conversation about this with a client yesterday, but I just, I know, again, it's like, I know what it's going to do for me. I know what it's going to do for us. And interestingly enough, because of all the work that I've done on myself and the decisions that I make and like, he sees that and he's changed because of it. I don't know if I did not even change. Like he shifted. He, he feels something different. I could feel it from him. So just keep Obviously, like, yes, let's have conversations with our partners, but also just trusting that when we do this and we listen to ourselves and we follow our heart, it's better for everyone involved. Because if not, you're like I keep saying, you're going to feel like something is off. Something is off. The idea, the thought keeps coming up. Something is off. 
we have to listen to ourselves. Like that's what it ultimately comes down to. And this doesn't mean that if it's going to hurt someone else, but also, I mean, I could go into a whole thing about that. Like do it. It's not I, like, it's not really on us to, we're not responsible for how others react to things or, you know, as long as we're not intentionally like hurting somebody, but you know what I mean? Like I used to be afraid of saying things of doing things because I was afraid of hurting other people's feelings, like their emotional response to it. That's none of my business. I know who I am. I know what I'm here to do. I trust in myself. I know that this is for the higher good of everybody involved and for the world. So I do it. Mm-hmm. There. That's my, that's my thing. <laughs> I love that. It's, it's just crazy thinking like, there's so many things that have showed up. Right. And when you're, I don't know, a woo woo kind of person, right. Like if you're in in tuned with the universe, whatever you want to call it. Right. I didn't know, know how woo you wanted to get here. I oh, I'm, get all about woo, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm all about it. I like my, if I was to pick one religion, it'd be weird shit. Ology. Like I believe there's yeah. weird shit out there. Like, does it have a name? Maybe. I don't know, but it's weird shit. And if you look for it, and you want to see shit like that happen. It's, I mean, I, I believe that opportunities and weird shit, whatever you call it, right? It happens for everybody. But there's people who look for it and people who don't. And if you don't look for it, then you don't see those things when they come up in your face. You don't take them. And then you don't, then you, you don't feel like any of that magical shit ever happens to you, right? Because you don't, you don't believe in it. And so... I've had a lot of like really weird, crazy, coincidental things that like give you goosebumps. You're like, that's weird shit. And some people get freaked out by it, but I fucking love it. I love it. And it's, it's one of those things that I, if something shows up, like you're saying those little flicks from the universe, like, bing, oh, ooh, there's a thing. There's the puzzle piece. Like there's a hole that's that shaped. There's the thing that fits there. Like I, that's the kind of visualization about my own, I guess, I don't know, life career journey type of thing is like, I will meet a person and be like, oh shit, that's the person they fit in that hole that I got here. That's been waiting for something to fill it. You know, I'm like, I, I, I end up sometimes kind of getting hyper fixated on things when they show up and be like, Ooh, that's the thing. And then like, I will zero in and nothing else will matter for a little while because I'm like real hyper fixated on something. And I recently found out that I have ADHD and it's been really crazy kind of learning about being hyper fixated as a person because I'm having ADHD and then thinking like, am I hyper fixating on this because it's what I'm supposed to do? Or is it because like, that's the way my brain works and it's hard for me to like keep all the balls in motion at the same time. So I just think it's, it's interesting to kind of think about those. Like, is it magic or is it crazy? <laughs> like, Listen, I feel, I really, I, so I don't know about ADHD. Like I'm not even going to go there with it, but what I do know, like this is my knowing is that if you feel it and this is what it gets to be for you, it gets to be that for you. And we don't have to question it and we don't have to create some other story around it. It just gets to be fucking magic. And just like what you were saying, I, every single day, every single day I wake up with so much excitement 
like a kid on Christmas or an adult on Christmas, like me on Christmas or going to Disney world. Like, yes, I'm obsessed. And like that kind of excitement about what is going to be revealed for me and what I'm going to see and the guidance and everything that shows up for me. And I like, when I journal out, I say, I say these things, I expect them. I expect magic daily. And even this morning, I wrote something in my journal. I look up, boom, there's this like, I'm seeing like lights and shit in my car. I have this crystal dangling, but it just happened that I looked up at the moment and it was green and it was like shooting out from like different places and it turned blue. And I was like, thank you. And then I'm getting water and a blue day just comes right. Boom. Like right in front of my face. I mean, outside, but like right there just looks at me and then takes off. Like it's things like that, where I just know that I'm guided. I know that I'm being supported. Like I know that everything that I desire is coming for me. And yes, it's about being open to it all. So whether it be the shiny lights and shit, weird shit that you see and you know, knowing that like a blue jay is not just a blue jay it's more than a blue jay right or the opportunity showing up for you that you asked for and maybe showing up for you in a way that you didn't think that it would come you know what i mean like this is awesome and there is there's science to it and then there all there is just you know your own belief and trust and faith but our brain is when you decide that you're open to seeing something or seeing something in a different way it will show up for you so it's an identity thing. Like who am I deciding that I'm going to be? Am I going to keep up with this old identity, whatever it might be? Or am I open to a new identity of this woman that I know that I'm becoming who desires all of these things? So particular activating system, if anyone wants to Google that, like that's the science where your brain will just start looking for what you decide. So it's like, am I going to look for shit that is not leading me on the path that I desire to go? Or am I going to look for what is leading me on the path that I desire to go? Yeah. And it's crazy. Cause like when I was in college, I remember, um, thinking someday I would like to have a sweet space where I can make all different kinds of art and like hang out with my poet friends and my musician friends and I'll live above it with my family. Wouldn't that be cool? Right. And when, after my second kid was born and I applied for this small business grant and ended up winning it. And it was like the thing that made it possible for me to hire my first employee and like really do what I was been wanting to do for like 20 years. I moved my studio space from a bedroom in our house upstairs, downstairs into our building. I sat down on the couch that was in my building. I looked up at the ceiling and I was like, oh, fuck. And it wasn't like I had been actively thinking about it like that. Like, oh, someday I am going to do that. And then we bought this building that had a space. It was right below where we were living with our kids. And like, we made that happen. But I didn't really even think about the fact that I had set that plan in motion. I mean, like decades before even meeting my husband as a person. And then all of a sudden I was like, Oh, it snuck up on me. You know, I did manifest that shit and it is happening. And it's just, once I noticed that I was like, Oh man, like I started really being more intentional about stuff like that. And I mean, there's times where it's like the night before, uh, I will have, you know, like right before I wake up, I do, I have a lot of lucid dreams. I don't know if you have lucid dreams, but it's the coolest shit ever. And if you haven't got into it, like you should do it. Cause it's really cool. Um, it's like just a magical way to kind of like live in this special world that 
exists only in your mind and you can make yeah. things happen. It's like, you know, yeah. video games, it's the greatest. So um, I started doing a lot of kind of like intentional manifesting while lucid dreaming, like right before my alarm is going to go off or in that like eight, nine minutes while I hit the snooze bar because I'm totally a snooze bar person. And I just noticed that like, I would have one of those dreams and like, I would wake up that day and like, then that shit would happen that day, like that same day. And I mean, earlier this year, I mean, I don't know if you have like weird coincidences and weird woo woo shit revolving around like dates and numbers and stuff like that. But I have a lot of those. And when I was in college, my mom died on Friday the 13th. And like four months later, my dorm burnt to the ground with all of my shit in it on her birthday, like the first birthday she would have had after she died. And she was going to be 55 and five has always been my lucky number. So I just kept thinking to myself, like there's two lucky things for me that like, I have to find at least two lessons for me for the rest of my life that come out of this, because somehow whatever this bullshit happening, that seems like so horrible and terrible and traumatic. Like I've got to find some, bright light in this right and the first lucky thing was super obvious it was like me and everybody else who was in the dorm got out alive and nobody died which is insane because it was like a whole bunch of drunk college students in a dorm on fire in the middle of the night in the mountains where it was all icy and it took the fire department a long time to get there and so that was obvious but like a couple of days later I kept thinking like man what is this other lucky thing and my mom was a really awesome person but she was not great at adulting and Mm -hmm. she was bogged down by her things, like her, her material attachment to stuff, even like shit that didn't matter at all. Like she had a really hard time kind of like decluttering and we lived in kind of a crazy atmosphere. And the one day, like three or four days after the fire, I looked at my roommate and I was like, dude, all our shit burnt up. And we just started cracking up, like rolling on the ground, laughing, like, we have no shit, no shit, not at all. (laughs) And it was so freeing. And it was one of those things that like, you don't really realize how much you don't actually need all the shit that's around you every day until you don't have it. And it just like, I just woke up one day and it was like, bing, in the front of my mind. I was like, oh my God, on my mom's birthday, she is sending me this message that is so loud. I cannot ignore it. She's like, your shit doesn't matter. I didn't learn that. You need to learn it right now. And the only way you're really going to get it, get it is like, now you have no shit. It's all gone. Uh, done right things I thought were like super important and find so much of who I was like every single journal from my whole entire life toast gone and all these things that I thought defined who I was as a person and I realized that I had no idea who I was and I got to start all over and like build this new person for my whole rest of my life because of it and earlier this year the same day that I got to call about doing this monumentous, insane, impossible job. That was the thing that made it from like, I hadn't paid myself a salary in five years. Cause I'd been investing all my money in my company. Like we got this job and I now like paid myself the same salary as my husband makes working full time because of this job, like the thing. And I've been really, really struggling with 
am I doing the right thing? Is it fair to my family that I haven't taken a paycheck? Like, and feeling really guilty about like spending any of our money, but really like it felt like his money because I hadn't been paying myself and whatever was in our bank account was like his money. And I know that, I don't know. He says he doesn't think about it like that, but I think he like, he can't help it. Like he's thinking about it like that because I have been doing what I love and like taking and taking and taking because that's my personality. Like I'm a taker and I get that. And, you know, I know that you, you wrote your book all like, because you didn't want to be the mom that felt guilty about getting her nails done. Like you're like, I need my own money. I need to take care of myself and do that. And that was like really, really important for you and me too. So not having any paycheck of my own for like five years and like making that decision was not easy. Like hands down, that is the hardest thing about growing my business. And I was really like kind of feeling like, man, is it ever really going to work? Like I feel it in the back of my head that like, I'm right on the precipice of like that thing is going to come. That job is going to come. That opportunity is going to show up. That's going to be that game changer. Right. And my husband being Mr. Planner, he just kept saying like, he didn't see it. Right. He's like, I don't see that it's happening. He didn't think it was going to work. And his kind of not necessarily negative aspect, but his like realist, he's very much a realist, right. And I'm an idealist. So his kind of attitude about it was really fucking me up. And the day I got the call about doing this crazy job was on my mom's birthday. Holy shit. And I was like, as soon as that call came in, my assistant is sitting on the couch while somebody calls me and I was like, is it possible to make half a million seed bombs in a month? And I'm like, Oh, is it possible to make half a million seed bombs in a month? And my employees like looking at me like over my computer, like, no, that's fucking crazy. Like we can't do that. And I was like, totally, we can definitely do that. And she's like, what the fuck are you saying? Like, <laughs> you're crazy. And then I looked at the calendar. I was like, thanks ma. You know? Oh my God. Right? Oh my God. It's, this is like the best story ever because of that. But then also because you just trusted so freaking deeply and you didn't let anyone else come in. You didn't let any other noise come in and say, no, you couldn't do it. And like, you just trusted so much and knew that it would show up like that. I'm like, I can't even right now because that's everything. Like that is everything. That is everything. And I, I was going to say something else and I totally forgot. I'm just like, holy shit. <laughs> I mean, I, I also I do want to say that like throughout the course of doing that job, I mean, like I probably physically worked harder than I've worked in my whole entire life. I mean, I was like, my Fitbit was clocking like 40 miles a week and I didn't even go outside. Nice. <laughs> like, I was hoofing it like 25 flights of stairs a day, like just yeah. all over the place. And it was just so much mental energy and physical energy and emotional energy, like all at the same time. And it was like, so much was riding on it. It was like, if we didn't achieve the impossible, like I would default on this contract and like could get potentially get sued for like a fuckload of money that I did not have. And I was like, Oh my God, like we have to do it. We have to. And I know that I work really well under pressure, but there were definitely times because my husband is such a realist that he's just like, I don't know if you're going to get pull this off and blah, blah, blah. And I just was like, I just said to him the one day, I was like, I know that that's the way that you try to help is by like pointing out potential problems. But I'm like that. I don't need that. That doesn't help me. All I need you to do is be like, you're amazing. 
what a great opportunity. I'm so excited for you. You're fucking beautiful. And I want to have sex with you all day. <laughs> like, that's all I need to hear from you. Like, I don't know if every woman is like that, but like, literally that's all I need to hear. I need, I need you to take like just a clip of that so I could put it on my Instagram, like a reel or something. Hey, Brian, <laughs> make a clip of that. I have a video editor who edits this, so he's going to do that. I might need Brian in my life, but, um, yeah. And, and like, this brings up another huge thing is that some men and other people are just different than us. And they may be saying things, particularly our partners, they want to protect us. Like it's a very masculine energy to want to protect us, protect others, all of that. So often they will do things like that or say things like that, not from a, they're an asshole way, but just because they think that they're protecting you. And all it takes is just a conversation to say exactly what you said or whatever you want to say and just say this is what I'm really needing right now and it's setting the boundary and it's setting the standard for how you're saying this is how I am treated in this way Mm -hmm. right so that was awesome Um, so another thing that I want to say about um, kind of surrounding yourself with the right people right because I love my husband obviously I love my husband he's fucking great he's probably a better person than I am and I'm owning that, right? He's a better parent than me. (laughs) He's better at a lot of things than me. And I couldn't be doing what I'm doing right now if it were not for him and the sacrifices that he's made for me to follow my dream and do that, right? So I'm going to put that out there. He's fucking great. However, he is the kind of person that is not a cheerleader. He doesn't do that. He doesn't respond to it well. If I try to do that for him, he's like, ugh, like makes his skin crawl. He's like, I never ever want someone to be like, oh, that's so great. You know, like he hates that shit, right? But I need it. Like, I need that in my life. So while I'm doing this crazy job, I knew that he was not going to be that person who's ever going to be like, right on, babe, congratulations, you can do it, blah, blah. Like, he can't even say any of that without it sounding totally disingenuous. And it's not like he doesn't believe that. He just can't. It sounds like he's acting because he is. And so... I have other friends that I talk to like all the time. And when I'm having one of those things where I like need a cheerleader, I got my cheerleaders and I'll be like, Oh my God, I'm feeling real shit today. Like I need a good boost. What you got for me? Have you got emotional headspace for me? Cause I need some. And like, I know that I am a lot like probably has to do with being <laughs> having ADHD, but like, I typically need a whole lot more than one person can get emotionally or like can give to me. So I need to have like a variety of people to choose from who like might have some headspace and some love to give me when I need it. And throughout doing that crazy job, I mean, it was like probably every day, at least once I was like messaging one of my cheerleader pack and being like, can you send me some good juju or like record a funny video or just something to like remind me that I'm, doing what I was supposed to be doing and all this craziness is worth it and I'm going to make it and whatever. And so I don't want people to like think that they, you know, can say what they need and tell one person, you know, tell your partner, like, I need this from you or, or else, because like, sometimes you just need to get, like, you can't expect one person to be everything to you. Yeah. And, and, and not, I mean, not even putting expectations on anyone is a huge, huge, huge thing in general, but 
Yeah. Just what I meant from that is, is that we just know that some people are a way that they are. And, but it is important that we do set boundaries and standards and we're not meant to do this alone. We're not meant to do this alone. And it is important to find, you know, be surrounded by those that get it, that get it. And that are there, you know, you know what I love what you said is that you didn't, don't just go in and are like, whatever is coming up for you in that day. But you even asked, are you available for this? Are you available for this? Because allowing someone to say, yes, bring it. And I can help you through this out or be like, no, actually right now I can't. It's huge. That's just another thing that you brought up that was really, really big. Something else that you said, it's just like, that's, that's just something that I have learned. And and now that I recognize it, I could see it too, where sometimes you're just not, people have their own stuff on, like, you know what I mean? And just like, but it's as simple, again, it's just a boundary thing where it's as simple as saying, not right this second, give me a minute and then I'll, you know, whatever. But another thing that you said is that you had these thoughts of what you, you know, this, it would be cool if this were to happen and you weren't like, but how exactly am I going to do it? Like, I need the exact plan of what I'm going to do. And instead it was just like, this would be cool if it happened. And then look what happened. Like I see so many women and this was me too, that they're like, there's this goal and I want this and I need to know exactly how it's going to pan out and exactly what I need to do. And at least like overthinking and all this other stuff and for it to not unfold in such an incredible, incredible way, better than it ever could be. If we were to sit there and be like, this is exactly what it has to be, what it has to look like and what I have to do. And if it doesn't work out that way, then there's like failure and disappointment and all that other stuff. So while I'm here for, I don't even set goals. Like I don't do goals. I set intention. I have dreams. I have desires. And then I trust that everything's going to show up for me. Do I take the action? Do I do the things? Hell yes. But I'm not sitting there like forcing it and putting pressure and the expectation or not even expectation because I expect things to work for me, but it's like an attachment to a certain outcome. We don't want that because then we'll miss out on something that could be even better. You know, like what has been happening for you? So it's so cool. Yeah. And it's an extra crazy thing about getting this big, huge job. The day before I got the crazy giant job, I finally got my medical marijuana card that I've been trying to get for my migraines for like ages, right? I'm on my way back from the doctor, going back to the office. And while I'm driving the car, I was like, you know, this month has been kind of slow. We've been you know, kind of getting our systems together. Like we're reset after Christmas and like, we could really handle like a big, huge job coming in. That'd be, that'd be sweet. And like literally the next day, which was my mom's birthday, I get that phone call. Universe is like, you asked for it. Here you go. It's like, you know, it's, Thank you. Right? Oh, man. Oh, oh, there's like, I feel like there's so much coming through for me with everything that you're saying, you know, even with the, you know, it wasn't easy. Like you were, you were moving, you were doing the things you had, what'd you say? Like 40 miles on your Fitbit. Oh yeah. Like again, you're given opportunity. We're given these opportunities to step into the woman that we need to be in order to make the bigger and better dreams and desires happen. So again, that's why it is. So I'm all about the yes, because I mean, yes, 
Yes. There's like more facets to this, but like when you listen to yourself and you feel it and it's a yes, because you know that it's taking you to where you're going, you, in order to birth, whatever you're going to be birthing, like you did this, but there's more obviously, right. You were given this opportunity to step into being that woman that would do it. That is capable of it. Mm -hmm. And you learn now probably how to what, like have a team. A big ass team. Giant team. And now what are you going to be able to do that? Now you know how to do that. So now this could turn into something even bigger because now you know how to do that. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I love this shit. (laughs) Yeah. Like my big ass, you know, like huge, crazy, overarching business idea that's going to have all of these different departments and facets and things that we do and how it's all going to work together is like this fucking well-oiled machine. Like it's been in the back of my nugget brain. Like, Ooh, that'd be sweet someday if that happened. And like little by little, like shit's showing up and I'm like, Ooh, that's the thing. That's the puzzle piece. Grabbing that one, latching onto that. And it's just, it's just interesting to me to see like, there's obviously two kinds of people in the world, people who see shit like that and people who don't. And, you know, it's like, yes, there are shitty things that happen in life. And like, there are some people who just like kind of get this shit out of the stick and like crappy things just repeatedly seem to happen to good people. I am totally not denying that that happens. But, and I don't want to be one of those people that's like, everything happens for a reason, right? Because like, mm, that's also kind of shitty for a lot of people in a lot of situations. But I am one of those people who recognizes like, yes, there are shitty things. They are going to happen. It is a part of life. But what do you do next? You know, like, what are you going to take from that? That is going to be positive that you can you know, like, be, yes, did it suck that my mom died when I was 20 years old and I became an instant fucking adult and inherited a house that was falling down and then all my shit burnt up two days before I was supposed to start the new semester where I was like, yay, I'm finally ready to, like, move on and get my shit together. Then you got no stuff, right? So I ended up being the kind of person that when shitty shit happens, I just start fucking laughing my ass off. I'm like, of course that shit happened. Like when we were doing a crazy giant job, I ordered these big, huge blenders to make like tons of gallons of pulp at a time. They were two and a half weeks late. So the whole job was delayed by like two and a half weeks. They finally show up. We're so fucking excited. We're like making a video of like unboxing these things and getting them all set up in the basement. We get it all undone. I go to plug it in the wall and they were manufactured with the wrong plug and we couldn't even fucking plug them in. And I was like, of course that happened. Okay. Like, let's fucking solve this problem on the fly. I mean, like that's one of those things that like with my husband saying, like having his kind of worst case scenario plan for everything that might happen. That was definitely not one of the things he ever would have thought about, but it's something that like I had to deal with on the fly. And if I had spent all this mental energy and time and emotion, like thinking about all the ways that shit could get fucked up instead of focusing on like, this is all the ways that it could work out. I would never have had enough energy to be like laughing at that and then solving that problem in, in the moment. Yeah. It's just like, I'm that kind of person. Like I can't, I can't be that worst case scenario person or I do nothing. Yeah. 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 And you're right. Like, what is the point of worrying about all these things and using, I call them energy leaks, like using all this energy for that instead of now in the moment. And when things like that come up and for me, whenever something like that comes up, I swear, like, I'm always thinking to myself, what's the story that you're going to tell? Like, I get so excited about these stories that are going to tell the stories of inspiration where you can come from whatever, have all this 
stuff happen for you. If we think about it, so the people that have left legacies, like legacies, 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 they were just handed shit. Like everything just wasn't perfect and amazing all the time. They had shit happen for them and they decided who they were going to fucking be Mm -hmm. and what they were going to show and that they were going to be inspirations and what they were going to do for this world. So it's so incredibly powerful. Like I'm all about, let's show others what is possible. So, you know, you sharing this and what happens, cause I didn't know that any of this stuff happened. Right. And that you were able to work through it and figure it out. And again, you're, you're given the opportunities because universe is literally going to be like, can she fucking handle it? Cause if she can't handle it right now, we got to pull back a little bit. So it's like, I'm always thinking like Tati, where are you going to be in this moment when this is happening? Who are you going to be? What are you going to do? What are you going to choose? What are you going to decide? And what is the story that you're going to tell mm-hmm. on the back end of this? And it's magic. I love it. I love it. Oh my God. Okay. So before we talk all afternoon, which we don't have, um, <laughs> I could hear my mom like, Tati. I know, right? You're She's painting with the baby. <laughs> Um, so at the end of all of my episodes, I ask all the guests the same five questions. Is there anything else that you want to talk about or add in before we do that? Uh, I think I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) It's five question time, five question time. All right. The first one is tell me about an experience or a single moment that shaped who you are today. Oh my gosh. Um, can I get a second or do I need an answer? There's like so freaking many. Which uh, says is the one to talk about. Yeah. Right now it's coming through. Cause it, it was huge. Cause I brought up that Tony Robbins event that I went to. Um, I almost, I almost didn't go because I was in this weird, like I wasn't feeling my business. So I wasn't really, it was my network marketing business. Like I just really wasn't feeling it. I was feeling like shit in it. My income had dropped a bit and I was freaking out about money. Like I was not in a good money mindset place, which by the way is very important to like, not just money mindset, but like healing money is really important when you have a, in general, but when you have a business and I wasn't, and a lot came up for me, you know, I was going to have to get a a flight. I was going to have to get a hotel room and it wasn't a like shitty hotel. Like I wanted the full experience. It was a very nice hotel and it was like decision time. Are you going to do it or are you not? And I was going to leave my kids for like over two weeks. It was, and I had never done that either. So it's like, who are you going to be? And so I decided to do it. And my flight got canceled. (laughs) Like, canceled. I wasn't going to make it to the first day of it. And again, it was like, they're like, well, you can either go the next day, but you're going to miss it. Or you could go to another airport. So I was like, F it. Booked the flight to the other airport, was able to have lunch with my family before I left, ended up renting a convertible so I could drive down the coast of Florida for three hours, made it there, walked in, Boom in my face are orchids and orchids are at that time were like a sign for me. And it was like, I know, like I have chills. I was like, this is going to change my life. Like this experience is, this is what I needed. This is what I needed in this moment. And again, that was where I, first of all, like tapped into some shit that I didn't even know was inside of me. Like, this is where I started really getting 
even more into like energy and tapping into my energy. And when I say energy, I don't mean that I could run a marathon. I mean, my vibration and what that does attracting what I desire, you know, what I put out in the world, all of that stuff, that, and then where I was like, I'm here to do more and show up more and be more and write the book. So awesome. So awesome. Oh man, I have chills too. Um, okay. Number two, when you feel defeated or overcome, what do you tell yourself to keep going? Honestly, it's like, you got this. You're going to figure it out. It's that simple. You got this. You're going to figure it out. You're capable. That's it. Love it. Okay. Number three, tell me about a way that you overcame a failure or a mistake and what you learned from it. So I do believe for me that everything like the failure or what was it? A failure or a mistake, a mistake that happened for me in order to reach wherever I'm going. So it's just, all it is for me is an opportunity to learn. So I get so many lessons. I get so many lessons and so many realizations from my failures or my mistakes which lead to the embodiment of this this next level version of myself. And that is what ultimately I'm able to help others with always. It's always through my fit, my quote unquote failures and mistakes that I learned so much. And I, it's not even the learning though. It's an embodiment of whatever that lesson is that then I'm able to use to help other people. It's the magic. Exactly. I feel like I've said magic like 10,000 times on this call. <laughs> it's meant to be. <laughs> I love magic. Um, it just attracts the shit out of me. Like I, I, a lot of times, you know, like some people go see a magic show, right? And they'll be like, oh my God, I got to know how they do it. I'm like, I don't give a fuck how they do it. Just do it again. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to see it again. It's so cool. <laughs> That's the thing. It's like not giving a shit about the how. It's just like, this is cool. This is awesome. Yes. Let's do more of this. I desire more of this. Yes. Yes. And, and just the whole idea that, you know, failures and mistakes are obviously things for you to learn from, but they're all, it's, it's like, do you know that song from Romeo and Juliet about the everybody wear sunscreen? Oh. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's like, it's by Boz Lerman. I'm going to link it in the show notes, but there it's like a college graduation speech. I think that somebody wrote and then set to music. Um, and so it's kind of like a spoken word piece over this music. And part of it, it says, like, be careful whose advice you buy, but be patient with those who give it. Because advice is a way of, like, digging the past out of, you know, the garbage or whatever, sweeping off the ugly parts, cleaning it up, and recycling it for more than it's worth. And I just, I think about that all the time when I ask people this question, like, what kind of stuff are are people going to say about, you know, how, how they learn from something that they fucked up and then how can that help somebody else? And that's part of the reason that I picked these, you know, having these five questions at the end of every show. And I ended up, this is my second try at doing a podcast, right? Cause like a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago, I was working with another business coach and I kept saying like, man, I really want to have a show. I want to do a podcast. And she was like, girl, you got too much shit going on. You should not do that right now because you are not ready. And I was like, but I want to do it. And so like, I couldn't stop thinking about it. And I ended up asking on my Facebook, like if you could ask any question to someone 
who you look up to or someone who's inspirational or, you know, a business owner, entrepreneur, like if you could ask them any one thing, what would it be? And so there's all these amazing questions. So these five questions were actually gleaned from that post. And my original idea for a show was only asking these five questions and only asking them of women business owners. And she was so right that I was not ready to do my show because when I ended up coming up with the idea of this show, it was like right in the middle of the pandemic. It was maybe like, I don't know, May or June. And I had always thought that having a podcast, it didn't have to be perfect. And you had to have all this expensive equipment and a freaking soundproof room and blotty fucking blah and all this shit. Right. And then the pandemic happened and people were like on zoom and nobody gave a fuck if there was a fire truck or a dog barking or a kid in the background or whatever. And it was just like, all of that should be right. You're talking about all the shoulds, like all of that you need should have all this shit to have a successful show. It went right out the fucking window. And I was like, you know what? This is my moment. And instead of like, you know, in the middle of the pandemic, the thing that I really needed most as a total extrovert was being connected and having these like intentional, deep conversations with people who are super fucking inspiring and interesting and people that I love. And like I started it out as like, I want to intentionally have these conversations with people who have an amazing story to tell like who are doing cool things out in the world and to bring that like positive inspiration back to people who are really feeling pretty fucking shitty and hopeless. So instead of just interviewing female business owners, now I was like, Oh wait, I know all these amazing artists and writers and musicians and activists and business owners, coaches, change makers. Like it wasn't, it was too, too niche for me before. So I was like, yeah, Ready, but now it is, and now I have the sweet list of five questions. Yeah, I just want you to know too, because I, I had a other podcast before, and it was the same thing for me where I thought I needed all of the equipment, and then this new one that I have, I literally just use my phone, <laughs> like a recording thing, and was like I send it off to be taken care of. But yeah, exactly. And the piece of this is where I was saying, like, let's say yes to things, but also there are times where we like we want to jump on things and move. This was me last year. It was like idea would come and I would just move right away versus like really allowing it to integrate into me and then moving on it. And that's what I'm doing this year. And it's, it's been big for me. It's been really big for me. I was doing what I was doing in the past from fear and from scarcity. And now I'm doing it from alignment and expansion from alignment and expansion. So that was big. All right. It totally reminds me when I was in college, I I used to write poetry like all day, every day in a journal. I mean, I would get an idea and the same thing. I would jump on it and I would end up writing like 15 half-assedly poems about the same topic. And I had my teacher was like, I would hand in all these poems and he's like, okay, these are all kind of about the same thing. So how about instead of writing as soon as you think about what you want to write about, let it marinate in your head for like a week before you even start to write about it. And I think you'll be able to distill like all of these thoughts and feelings about this particular thing into one really good poem instead of like 15 kind of meh poems, right? And it was like some of the best advice I've ever gotten. And I totally do the same thing. So a lot of times now when I get an idea, I'm like, oh, I want to act on it. Wait, 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 wait. Pull that Mm -hmm. shit back. Let it fucking marinate. 
it's not seasoned enough yet. So I love that. Okay. Before I get too distracted again, thanks. ADHD. Um, (laughs) Or what one trait or habit is most responsible for keeping you on track? One trait or habit, uh, taking care of my body. Boom. Done. Like taking really good care of my body. This is huge for me. My body, my brain, my soul, my emotions, but the vessel taking care of the vessel is like, I don't do anything until I take care of me first. I literally will not do anything before I like at least do some sort of internal work in whatever way. I mean, I love to journal. I'll do breath work. I meditate. I work out. I fuel my body well, like at least having some water (laughs) before I do anything. But like, that's number one. I need to get way better at that. (laughs) Like way, way better at that again. Did you ever see the movie Limitless? Mm-mm. Bradley Cooper. Anyway, maybe oh, watch it. But it's because it's it's all about just like when you really activate your brain, like all of it in that and the power and the limitlessness that we have inside of us. So I think now, like I was always doing it because like, yeah, be healthy. But now it's on another level because I know that by doing that, I'm able to tap into more of my power mentally, but then also spiritually emotionally all of that like I just know that so and I know that when I do that it taps into more of my intuition and my intuition is incredibly powerful it taps into the crazy shit that we're talking about so if you want to do it on another level there you go so like I'm so big on that that then that's always you know and plus if I don't feel it good I'm not very nice so (laughs) I was super good at like exercising a lot and prioritizing myself and cooking and like really intentionally having healthy food. And, you know, like for a long time, I was like tracking all my foods. It's like right before I got pregnant with my first kid and like ever, I haven't been able to get back in that routine. And it's like, all I would say, all I would say is just start asking yourself, like, what can I do? What can I do? What can I do? Cause it might not be you cooking. It might not be, you know what I mean? It might not be what we've been told we're supposed to be doing is what I want to get into your mind about that because there, there might be something else there for you. It's, it's interesting because it's one of the things since learning that I have ADHD, one of the things that typically is really difficult is kind of executive function, like planning things, setting routines, doing like getting inspired about something and then actually doing that every day and like making a choice to have that set schedule is really, really difficult for people who have ADHD. So like I get this grand idea, like, Oh yeah, I'm going to start doing this type of yoga every day. And I do it for like four days. And then one thing happens where like something is in my schedule or that I can't work around and I can't do it that one day. And then the whole thing is fucked. And I like can't get back into it. It's like, and as I look at it, I'm like, I need to, I need to do this workout. I like, I, I know that I need to do it. And I just look at it and I'm like, I, I can't. Yeah. So I'll just give you two, like two big things here. One change the need to a desire, right. A desire, but not just to work out more. Like I was saying, like, if you want to tap into even more of your power and then two, just literally the simplest question of like, what can I do? What's available for me right now? And allow the answer to come in, like decide that for this in particular, you'll, you'll turn that on. You'll turn on that being open and aware to the opportunity for you. 
I promise you it'll show up. Then you'd have to take it, obviously. <laughs> I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Uh, okay. Number five, what's the best piece of advice you've ever gotten? And what advice would you give to other people? Even though it just gave me advice. <laughs> I know. I just gave you a really good one. The best piece of advice. Um, chill the fuck out. Really, truly. And that's not how they said it. But that is now what I should tell others to tell them. But it's really been like that whole don't act and move on everything that you're feeling because you think that it's going to lead to this, this, that, or, other, or you're afraid or whatever. It, it was really that um, allow, allow, be open to the answers to come to you and to not force anything and not push anything and not think that you need to go, go, go and move, move, move all the time. That really the power is in the like leaning back and allowing and asking and receiving, like receiving is really, really powerful. Um, then the, the advice, what was it? The advice that I love to give. Yeah. Like what advice would you give to other people? Um, the biggest thing is that what is the story that you want to tell? So when things get hard, cause they do things happen for those of us that are ambitious as fuck and know that we're here for more and like nothing is going to stop us. Cause it just can't nothing ever will. Even when it's so hard, you know, you're going to get back up and keep moving. Cause you just are, but it's like, again, yeah. What is that story that I'm going to tell all about this? And I mean, I did that when the pandemic happened. It was like, what is the story going to be here? Right. And it's an epic story for me. And I know for like my clients has been epic, epic stories. So it's like, what is that? You know, what is that story that you're going to be able to tell in those moments? I love it. I love it. That's so awesome. (laughs) Well, that is the last question of the five questions. Can you tell everyone where they can find you online? I'm at, at Tatiana Amico everywhere. So Instagram, Tatiana Amico, Facebook, Tatiana Amico. I don't really use my business page. I'm on my personal page. I have a Facebook community, Next Level Business Society with Tatiana Amico. Um, and then my podcast is Own It with Tatiana Amico. And it's the shit. So definitely check that out. I'm going to start recording season two soon. Awesome. Yay. Cool. Yay. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. I'm all about this conversation. It has been awesome. And I hope that is the one thing that like sparks somebody to want to say yes to something or open to finding your puzzle piece out in the universe that fits where you have a hole and, you know, looking for those big opportunities for something different. And I hope it's the thing that gives at least one person courage to follow that nugget in the back of your brain because it's fucking worth it. Oh yes. Love it so much. (laughs) So I'm going to have links to Tatiana's stuff all in the show notes, um, links to where you can buy her book. Do you have have two books, right? No, I just have one right now. Oh, the other one's like soon though, right? Coming out. We'll see. It's a whole thing. There's a story. (laughs) to um part two when it comes out yeah Um, yeah. so yes i will have links to where you can go and check out her best-selling book and all sorts of linky links to find her because she's fucking awesome and amazing oh thank you all the places (laughs) 
Thanks, everybody, for checking us out here on the Reach the Stars podcast. I've been your host, John Lor, my guest, Tatiana Amico. This has been dope. If you love us, give us a little thumbs up on the YouTube, subscribe, and rate us on iTunes. It helps other people who don't know about the show to find the show if you go and give it good ratings. So that helps out a lot. And if you really want to help this show be propelled up into the future and continue forever, if you want to go on our Patreon and back us, that really helps to keep the lights on the actual physical, like batteries for the light on. <laughs> <laughs> comes from the Patreon bucket. So if you, if you love it and you wanted this to keep going and it's helped you in some way, tell a friend, Check us out on patreon.com slash reach the stars. Awesome. Bye, everybody. We will see you next week. A single interaction has the power to change your life forever. This is a place for the stories of those moments. Stories of pursuing dreams, overcoming tragedy and failure, of coming back to life after so much of what feels like dying, of continuing on with only a vision as a map. This is the place where those moments live on. Come sit by the fire, look up at the stars, and be forever changed too. Thank you for being with us on the Reach the Stars podcast. Our theme music is generously provided by Byrocratic. You can find him on Bandcamp.com. Thank you to all of our current patrons, guests, and everyone else who helps make this dream a reality. We are so proud to be building this amazing community with all of you. If you love this podcast, please consider sharing with a friend, leaving a review on iTunes, and becoming a patron at www.patreon.com slash reachthestars. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel to see the videos of these conversations. We'll see you next week. In the meantime, do something cool and tell us about it.